H2HC Talk. I'm your host, Cindy Han, and this is a podcast on neuroscience and the law, also known as NeuroLaw. We will be discussing the relationship between neuroscience and law, specifically the application of neuroscience in court and the legal system. In the duration of five episodes, we will be answering the question, what is the relationship between neuroscience and the legal system? especially when individuals' actions and understanding of responsibilities can be assessed by neurotechnology. You will be first introduced to this interdisciplinary study in general terms. Then we will look into how neuroscience can be integrated into the legal system, such as how the technologies that attempt to understand and address brain functioning work, and why is this pertinent to the legal system. The rising tide of neuroscientific information will be put into a legal policy context. And this will be examined through a symbolic case study, two interviews, and investigations of research articles. There will also be an analysis of the data obtained from a very recent survey conducted by myself to a group of sophomore participants. The podcast focuses on brain functioning as it influences behavior and responsibility principle. The legal principle of culpable conduct and its implications are addressed, and appropriate penalties and punishment for criminal conducts are discussed. At the end of each episode, audiences are provided with a question box for the questions they have and suggestions for the information present overall. We will address the fundamental questions about what it means to be morally and legally responsible, and what, if anything, Neuroscience can provide to our assessments of individual responsibility for actions. Discussions transition from case-specific inquiries to first principles, namely, how do the separate domains of law, science, and behavior relate to one another? What are the purposes of role of law in society? How may science help or hinder those purposes? And what can science tell us about behavior that might be legally relevant, and how? Some of the topics that may be addressed include objective assessment and subjective complaints of pain, applicable jury instruction employing principles of science, memory and emotion, lie detection, criminal liability, addiction, artificial intelligence, and cognitive enhancements. Before we start this journey together, I just want to give you some brief insight on why I'm producing this podcast series. We all live in a society where we constantly strive to recognize and protect basic individual rights and freedoms. And this is impossible without our laws. Can you possibly imagine a chaotic society with no laws, where the strongest people would be in control and people would live in fears? There will be no trust between businesses and customers. Drivers could choose to drive on any side of the street without no one stopping them or when you are trying to hold on to your personal property or even keep yourself safe when there are no laws against robbery or assault. Just as the Department of Justice in Canada states, even in a well-ordered society, people disagree and conflicts arise. The law provides a way to resolve disputes peacefully. If two people claim the same piece of property, rather than fight, they turn to the law. The court can decide who the real owner is and how to protect the owner's rights. The Canadian legal system respects individual rights and ensures that our society is orderly. The legal system upholds standards and order in the society. More importantly, 
It is there to protect individuals that live in a society, no matter between individuals, between businesses, between organizations, or even between the government and the people. Although when people think about courts or trials, the first thing that comes to mind are the negatives, such as receiving punishments or going to jail. However, the court is a place where minorities are protected, especially in disputes. Law protects the rights of people who can't protect themselves. Aiming to achieve a safer and more inclusive society, it is crucial for us to have legal systems that are fair and just. This is where neuroscience comes in, because currently there are so many cases relating to mental illness and brain disorders, and people have always struggled to judge these type of cases fairly because of the limited amount of information, and thus not knowing to have the right punishment. With the rise of neurotechnology such as MRI or EEG, we are gaining more and more insight on our brains and minds. The society is constructed of people, and as individuals living in the society change, a change in the legal system can affect all of our lives. Such is one crucial topic that we are discussing in this podcast: Should neuroscience be used in the legal system, and what is the future of neural law? Constantly striving to achieve a better society, these questions challenge many current fundamental legal concepts, and it's important for us to understand that by using knowledge from interdisciplinary fields, we might be able to create better solutions to certain issues existing in the world today. Let's start this journey together and find solutions to create a more just legal system in the world today.